What's up, everybody? Hello, chickity check one. It's my motherfucking birthday. Ugh. see me? Can you hear me? Yes. Where are you? Stop being in Ohio. I am coming at you live from my mom's closet. Hey. That's not a metaphor or a euphemism. That's just, that's just actual truth. It's the the smallest room in her new place. So I figured it'd be the best sound wise. Um, Do I need to set something up here? No, we're just going to do it the way we did last time. We're, you just do you. Dude, life has um, been crazy. <laughs> right? They shut everything down in LA, right? Huh? Is everything yeah. shut back down? Like back to like how it was like in March? Not well, everything is shut down, but it's not to that degree. Okay. Like it's but but similar, but there's still a lot of people out. Of course. That never changed. People are fucking dumb. Um <sighs> but yeah, all the bars all the restaurants but if you have patio seating you could be open um of course the gyms dude they were doing gyms and some gyms had a mask option that's just that doesn't make any sense and then they and then they require gloves but they said it's okay if you wear fingerless gloves hold on my cat is stuck <laughs> one second come here baby okay you got cats now yeah they're gonna run from me I was looking for a Siamese cat, like a rescue one, though. And then I saw these four brothers, or there were three. I saw them on Craigslist, Pet Finder, and then this other website. And I was hitting everybody up. I was like, (laughs) I need those boys. Those are my boys. And um, there were a lot of people that wanted them. But the woman and I had the best chemistry. So she was like, they're all yours. Um... They were rescued in Riverside, because it's my duty to save people from Riverside. Of course. And we are just living our best cat life. Yay! I love how you went all Lady with the Tramp with it and did the, we are Siamese, if you please. They also have, I got them harnesses so that they can learn how to walk with me, because I'm not going to be in the apocalypse carrying cats. No, no, no. We are Siamese, if you don't, please. (laughs) Hey, bud. He's very chill. Oh, look at his face. He's like... Always looks like that. (laughs) He's actually the friendlier one. He just looks like the grumpy cat. He looks a little stoned, which I'm not even mad about. I know. It's like my house, you know. Yay just ran away. Yay is much smaller than Pop. Oh, they're kittens still, too, right? Yeah, they're they're COVID babies, born in March. Oh. I'm sorry, you're COVID baby. So you don't even COVID. know what the world was like prior to all this stuff. No. 
Yeah, we... An abandoned cat in COVID. And it was cool because, like, Siamese are usually, like, a thousand or more. But they're a rescue, so I just paid for their adoption fee, which is a hundred apiece. Nice. And they had... They had already been vaccinated and, um... Neutered. And they're chipped, too. Awesome. So if I lose them, they're chipped. Yeah, Goomba has a chip as well. That's the future, and it's, it's a, uh, it's a little weird. Before you know it. I know, right? We all have them in our pocket already, but. Oh, girl. Well, hell, we're we we're talking on a chip. Oh, we're on right now. Do you want me to pause it? Yeah. Okay. And we're back. Hi. But yes, uh, I'm off the record now. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Stop. Some Diana Duop stuff. Nothing to be afraid of. Just. You'll never know. Dude, I'm pretty excited about these these days lately. That's awesome. How yeah. have your last two weeks been? You're not working anymore, right? Or are Sad you? Sad and lonely without you. Aww. Um. Well, I'm working like one day a week now. But I'm shooting again, so that's good. Totally. But it's just, it's really strange um, seeing the shutdown happen again, and the city just feels unsure of what it wants to do next. Yeah. There's all these, like, people are really pissed because Newsome has closed everything down, including all the wineries, but his winery is still open in his taste room. Right. And it's just like... We see what all y'all are doing. Shit is a fuck up. Oh, yeah. It's the Shit maximum. real crazy in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. People are being exposed. It's not going to stop because there's no, no. The cat's out of the bag now. It's just going to continue to get worse. Sure is. That cat is a big ass elephant, too. Oh, this has been. I've had a couple of interesting things the last two weeks. Not. Uh, including the time there were three dudes at the park. <laughs> three dudes at the park that I... Accidentally, they all were there at the same time. Uh-oh. But they need to know what's up. This is who I am. <laughs> like, I've never lied about who I am. They just never got to witness it in person. Sure. But it's all good. Like, I'm learning... I'm still learning lessons. I have children now like my whole life has changed same it's crazy like tell me about your trip like how's everybody how's the family do on the cross country so it was it was good it was good uh i texted you at the worst moment so that was the only time you heard from me but um goomba was the mvp he was an absolute champion he uh was great in the car and great while we were camping and great staying with family along the way and I was I knew he was I knew he was gonna be good but I didn't think he was gonna be angelic which was really awesome um, but it was wild we drove to 2900 miles we stopped in Modesto for th- four days to see Lou's family or uh, Lou's best friends and then we went to Boise for six days I saw a family of bald eagles on a river float on the 5th of July, which was, like, the most American thing ever. Uh, 
it was so cool. We were floating and I was the, I was leading the pack and I like went around this bend and I saw two, the two bald eagles on a log and Lou's nephew had said, yeah, there's a nest near there. So we might see him. And I was like, yeah, okay. whatever." They're huge. And so they were on the log eating and then one took off and went up into the tree where I could still see. But I like went off to the side and like waited for everybody else to come because I wanted other people to see. And, uh, then the baby put its wings out and I was like, cause I didn't see the baby at first cause it was the same color as the log. It didn't have the white head yet. And, uh, probably a COVID baby as well. And, uh, then we watched the family eat like fish and Lou floated like 15 feet by the baby cause it stayed on the log. The mom and dad went away, but it was, uh, the most, Did she get a photo? we didn't have photos cause we were on the river. we none of us had our phones. So it was only a, a story that I'm doing my best to tell now because we don't have any documentation of it. Well, that's even better. It's very... But it was so cool. Very 2021 of you to not have your phone. Yeah. Uh, and then I shot guns for the first time also while I was in Idaho. What? Yeah, I shot six different firearms. I shot... First time ever shooting a gun? First time ever. Yeah. I've never shot a gun. How did it feel? It was cool. So I, like, got an education first. They Like, my uh, brother-in-law and nephew, like, showed me all the different ones they had. Uh, and I started with, like, the lowest gauge. I did, like, a twenty two rifle. And I uh, we had these targets set up at different levels. We just went to, like, this random public land where they shoot. It was wild. But we found this old Jeep hood, and we set it up, like, 100 yards away up on this hill. And I shot the twenty two at it. It felt like a BB gun. It felt like nothing. And then I shot a 20-gauge shotgun, and that was a lot more intense. And then I shot a 12-gauge shotgun, and that was even bigger. Um, and did then you get the, like, the, the kick? Back? Yeah, yeah. Kick. I did document this, so there are some videos of me shooting the pistol. Um, and then I shot three, three different types of pistols. But after learning, I was really nervous when I was going out, and I was like, oh, this isn't my thing. Like, I don't know. And then after I learned about it, and then after I actually did it, I felt a lot different about it, like much more interested and kind of like, I could do this again. And I want to like do some target practice next time. And I get why people are into it, you know, like it's fun. It feels good. Did you feel like, were you able to put yourself in a position where you're like, damn, like it's not easy to just pull this trigger. Oh yeah. I was so ginger with it. I'm, I'm, careful and cautious by nature but and it blow, it's like it's mind-blowing like i would love to shoot just so i could see like like i know that cops so freely shoot guns yeah we should we and should go together like, it's such a responsibility to even hold one so i shot the same one that cops have it's a glock and it was my least favorite of all of them believe it or not it felt just odd i didn't like shooting the pistols the there was my least favorite i liked the that's not true. I, I liked the Springfield, the second pistol I shot, and I liked the twenty two, and the shotgun was fun too, but the Glock and the other pistol I tried, the, I don't know, it was, it was, I can't imagine just whipping that out and just aiming it at somebody and just letting loose. Like, right. it was, it was intense, but it was also a very worthwhile experience. We should go together. Because I, 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 did, I did, like, out in the nature, like... Like the, I want to do like a range where I can like actually practice a little bit more on accuracy and just, just learn more about it. Cause I want to start hunting and making, getting my did own Did you meat. shoot cans? I did. I shot some cans and some clay pigeons we had set up and some wood targets and it was cool. It was cool. I feel like I'd be pretty sick on the, the shooting field. 
just like. It definitely felt cool, and the videos look really cool. Like, it just looks yes. cool. <laughs> it's like smoking cigarettes. It just looks cool. Any way you slice uh-huh. it, it's dangerous, but it looks freaking sweet. But yeah, so then we went from Boise, uh, and we stayed in a different city for the next six nights till we got to Cincy. So we went from Boise to Bear Lake, which is on the border of Utah and Idaho. Um, they call it the Caribbean of the Rockies because it's a limestone bed, so you can see all the way to the bottom. It was like bright, bright turquoise. I floated. Did you swim? I did. And I floated both um, in the night we got there and in the morning before we left. Um, I had a beer out there when we got there. It was awesome. It's uh, it's on a fault line, so it deepens every year, and at its deepest, it's like 270 or 290 feet, something like that. Um, but just beautiful, fresh, fresh water. Um, then we went from Bear Lake to the Bow River in Medicine Bow National Park in like central Wyoming, and we drove like 12 miles, 15 miles off the road on like a dirt, gravel, rocky road to get to the camp. And uh, that was the day I called you. It was a bad day. We had, uh, I think I might have gotten a little too high on the trip, and I didn't eat enough breakfast, and it was just Dude, like... it happens, though. Being on Crazy the road, road trips. Like, crazy road trip being, stress. Being on the open road is stressful. Like, I've done probably seven back-and-forth type of drives and with others, and it could be a lot. Like, yeah. you don't even realize how how much it can affect your mental because you're like you don't get any moments to yourself and then you also have your way of that that you like to travel and move and do all these things and it takes patience and understanding to be traveling with someone totally so after after that day I was like okay now I know what I need to now I know what I can't let myself do and I kind of went into tour mode where it was just like but do you feel better about yourself for, like, being honest with yourself and being open and, like, expressing the way you, your body told you you wanted to express? Yes. But it was also a meltdown. Like, I have a, a an anger issue and uh, an, an, at times an inability to control that. And uh, it was about as bad as any episode I've ever had, but... Lou, being the saint that she is, endured it and then found a way to forgive my lackluster apologies well, and we moved on. Woman. She's, she's a badass, yeah. She's like, okay, you can go cry about it. Yeah. It, it, I'll see it, you when dinner's ready. Yeah, you know, it, it like, was worse than that, but <laughs> but well, we got there. From a woman's point of view, like when a man, especially she knows you very well, this is many years now you've been together, so she's probably like, oh shit okay like like it's not gonna be the end all be all if you get upset you know like she's obviously in this to win this yeah right I was just saying crazy shit but uh oh wow it happens yeah so we got there and we set up camp and it was the most legit camping experience I've ever had like the river was I have pictures of all this I'll show you um yeah it was just gorgeous and we slept there got cold hella mosquitoes like hundreds of mosquitoes around our tent they were like flying in our face while we were trying to watch a movie at the end of the night and um did you guys have a grill or how did you prepare food so because we were only going to be it was mostly driving so i was like trying to keep it between five and a half and six hours driving per day 
So we'd get up leisurely, pack the car, drive for five or six hours, set up camp, go to sleep, do that. Um, that was the plan to do that the whole way. However, uh, after the Wyoming night, the one I was just talking about, it got to be in the mid-90s as we were driving, and it was too hot for Goomba, so we had to stay at a hotel. So we stayed in hotels in Nebraska, which was a whole other adventure and one that I wasn't really planning to do with all this COVID stuff, but we found this brand new, like very millennial-centric hotel. Shout out to True by Hilton. Um, True. TRU. Yeah, it only been around for like a couple months. It was brand new. We got a handicap room. We gave Goomba a bath. We all took a bath. It was a much needed bed and early night after being on the road and fighting and doing the whole bit for two days. So um, that was in North Platte, Nebraska, just like some little town in western Nebraska. And then we went to Omaha the next night and stayed in an awesome hotel there. It was like a based off of a Florentine palace, so it was all like Italian architecture and um, we didn't cook while we were going to while we were staying like at the camp because we didn't want to bring that extra stuff. So we stopped right. in different places and got a big lunch. So like we stopped in the capital of Wyoming, Cheyenne, and we stopped in uh, in Des Moines, Iowa for lunch one day and we were just doing big meals um, during the day and then uh, kind of just skipping dinner and then eating. We had like all these go-go squeezes. Do you know what go-go squeezes are? Yes. So I love go-go squeezes. Our brother-in-law, Matt, works for go-go squeeze in, in Boise and he gave us like a hundred of them. So we lived off go-go squeezes for a week. <laughs> they're so good. They're so good. For those who don't know, they're little portable applesauces for kids. They have like a little, yeah, basically, and they're different types of flavored applesauce, and they have a little propeller top, and they're cute and delicious, and you should go buy them. You can just Um, eat like twenty of them. This episode brought to you by Go Go Squeeze. Go Go Squeeze! Hey, DJ Go Go Squeeze, dude! I was in a music video on Sunday. Really? Yeah, this uh, three black kids filmed a new video. Oh, sick. Yeah, so they invited their friends down, and we had an amazing time. I had champagne spilled all over me. Like, we did a scene with, like, a a shaken bottle of champagne, and for some reason, I was the one right in the line of fire. So I was just, like, covered in champagne. Sticky, sticky. There were little kids running around with water guns. We got invited into the drum circle by the elders, and we all danced in the drum circle together. It was lit. It was like Juneteenth Junior. Nice. I love it. We had a lot of fun. We'll have to get. uh, We'll have to put that song on the show when it's done. Yes. Oh my god. Three Black Kids was the. That was the song we had on last week. Yes. HBCU. Amazing. I would love for you to play a. a, I can send you a. Black Noise song as well. Yes, please do. Because they should get a shout out. Black shout out to Black Noise.
So just no A in black. No A in black noise, yeah. Dope. And they are the shit. It's a, I would call it soul alternative music. Awesome. Yeah. I categorize my own music like that, actually. One of Victor's many um, musical projects that he's involved in, because that kid is eclectic. Awesome. (laughs) I love it. But that was a good weekend. That was like a really good experience. Yeah, I miss music videos. It's been a long time since I shot one. Yeah, it felt nice to do that. Like, it, it felt like some normalcy. Totally. Because nothing feels normal right now. And, no. like, shooting a video definitely felt normal. 
that's what was cool about traveling is it felt normal too. I was like, oh, I'm yeah, used to this. Like, this feels you good. Yeah, have social media anyway because you'd be in the wide open spaces of the U.S. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, like, dude, this week has been a lot of, um, is there too much background noise? No, it's fine. Okay. This week there's been so much shit um, being displayed in the news, and I don't know if you're aware of the Pizzagate. No. Oh my god, Pizzagate has been opened up wide, and it's all like human trafficking and sex trafficking, but like done through businesses where, one, if you're ordering a pizza, that's like ordering a child. It's like the FBI um, code uh, pizza. That's how they can find, like, pedophiles. Find pedophiles. Um, But all these celebrities are being exposed because they released the flight list of people that have traveled to and from Epstein Island. Oh, fuck Island, huh? And unbeknownst to them, or if they did know... Either way, they were traveling to this island because people are like, there's no way. How could they? Jay-Z and Beyonce are on this. There's no way they knew about this. And I'm like, well, first of all, they traveled there. So they could have possibly known. And if they didn't know, they still knew they were traveling to a pedophile's island. Like, Epstein was never a good boy. You know, like, he was always (laughs) known for this. Right. He's a fucking creep. Hello. Yeah. And I got, I kind of had this, like, a friend come at me because I had shared with her the list, and she had asked me if I would be, like, woke with her and real with her, and I'm like, but yeah, I can do that, but if you want wokeness, you have to accept all of it. Like, you can't, I'm not going to just give you little tiny baby crumbs of, like, information that I feel like you're most comfortable with. Like, you need to know, like, people do horrible things. It's just like, so I have to believe that the politicians on this list, or I have to believe that Obama's a bad guy, and I'm like, girl, Obama's been on our shit list as black people, so, like, it's not that you don't, you don't have to believe it, but the fact is this list was a release of people who have traveled there. Right. And it's common, not, it's data, it's information that they need for these court cases. There's actual information that I didn't make up. And I'm like, I know it's painful, but we gotta stop having false idols. We stop. We need to stop idolizing people who are just people with good jobs. They're not our heroes. Right. You know, our heroes actually work in the emergency room as nurses. Our heroes... We have a short list of heroes at this point. People who actually are out to protect and save and defend. And I'm like, they're not these celebrities. They're not politicians who sold you this pipe dream. Like, it's just not the way it is. And people are, or like your heroes, celebrities that you might have liked in movies. Like, it's not a surprise to me. She's like, how can you not be surprised? How can you not be upset about this? I'm like, because when people come out as pedophiles... It never surprises me because I'm just like, it seems about right. And the company Wayfair is under fire because Wayfair apparently has been selling missing and exploited children on their website. And all their cabinets and everything is named after missing people. Each one is named after like a missing person. 
and people have exposed this and blown it up. If you go on Tom Hanks' social media and look at the comments, every comment, thousands. And you'll look and it'll be like, oh yeah, 30 seconds ago someone even commented this. Telling him he's a pedophile, he's going down, like posting pizzas. Because Tom Hanks has been exposed as well. And, if, and he has all these weird subliminal posts. And now that I, I don't follow him on Instagram, so I have to like go and look at it. And I was like, yeah, that is weird to share like a child's shoe and like the caption of what you say and this like like kind of like he's proud of it you know and there's a post that he deleted that was like there's a few apparently that have been deleted that people have screenshot over the months because hello it doesn't really not exist if you delete it but like some really weird shit like and it sucks that like these people who are you know part of our human makeup now and pop culture are being exposed but like we have to save these little people like these children are still being abducted and treated horribly like it's not a mystery that kids are being kidnapped and taken somewhere right you know like i was telling my friend matthew the other day i was like yeah you want to know something crazy about like growing up in la and Southern California is like I used to see homeless kids you know with their parents like where are all the homeless children now in the system like which system right and it sucks to imagine and like my friends like yeah it just worries me and it makes me fearful I'm like imagine how those kids felt like you're an adult who can defend yourself these are kids who don't even like some of them don't even speak English and they don't even know what's going on and they're crying for their mommy and daddy. Yeah. And we're, if we all just act like it's not happening because there's no way these celebrities could be evil. What's been happening in the Catholic church and in all in positions of power long before that, you know, it's just, it's just shifted and said, now we don't focus on religion as much. So they're not as, but the, it makes perfect sense that, something like that would transfer to whatever the new form of power is. And we're getting further and further from secular religion, but also towards the end or what the, maybe the climax of celebrity culture, but how long has that been going on? You know, since the fifties, since Elvis, you know, like, right. And it's, it, it sets us up for this fantasy we live where we think that they actually are part of our lives. And we're affected by these people's actions because we're a fan. Well, in some way, they are a part of our lives. Yeah, but they're not, like, thinking about us. Like, But it's an exploitation of that. It's an exploitation of, exactly. of, of that. Um, I mean, a lot of times it comes with money. A lot of times it comes with a, a different type of life, a different type of lifestyle, a different type of adoration that most people will never feel. And it's right. it's super false, but it's also... There is, I think it's part of what makes America, America in that, like, it, that is kind of all, there is hope that maybe you could become that. Maybe that there is, maybe you could reach some sort of level of that. And I think that's the incentive that keeps everybody willing, willfully having a shit life or a shit job or, right. and hoping that either they get trapped into it or they're, or they're willing to, and I'm guilty of this myself. Um, take abuse in hopes 
of achieving some sort of that level of, but it's, I mean, it's, it's dangling a carrot. I don't think that there is any, there's just different types of struggle and different types of things you sacrifice to get to those levels. So of course, Obama is going to have some affiliation with, I mean, anybody that's become a president is a super powerful person and they're making way more money than the, than their job is concerned. And they're going to be influenced by people and, for a long time in this country, all we've cared about is money, and exactly. and that's that's why we have this now. And I'm not We're surprised in this either. Position now, where people are like, "Oh my God, they canceled Jimmy Kimmel." Yeah, because Jimmy Kimmel is a pedophile, and there's threats to cancel Ellen because Ellen is a pedophile. Like, stop being sad. They're canceling a show. They're lucky these people aren't being fucking hung in public because they deserve public humiliation they don't deserve to be able to just hide away you know and like honestly the only one that would actually shock me at this point where I would be like whoa would be John Bon Jovi that's the <laughs> only celebrity that I would be shocked but you know what don't John dig bon too Jovi, much don't dig too much John Bon Jovi is also aging properly and a lot of these motherfuckers aren't. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? I mean, do I do you want me to say it? Oh, I see. Adrenochrome. Right. And and so it's funny to see these pictures of like Ellen. There's this big video Ellen made, and she's like making a statement. She looks horrible because nobody can travel to Epstein Island during COVID. No one can travel to do what they need to do, the dirty work, that if that is true, and it's starting to look like it is, these motherfuckers are looking like corpses. Like, they are aging drastically in the last couple of months. Like, look at Trump. He had, he still had orange hair in March. He has, he is white-haired. Ellen, his face is sunken in. Hillary looks like she's just, her skin is coming off her bones. So wild. I forgot about all that. Like, we live in a fucking simulation or something. We live in a TV show. That part is totally real. I mean. We live in a world where Donald Trump is our president and people are wearing masks because we have a fucking deadly virus living amongst us that we're not defeating and we also have to fight for our rights to live and fight for the rights of children to not be taken away it's fucked up I mean because even the human trafficking it's like it's not all necessarily sexual because some people We'll go buy a child because they want to be parents. You know, there's shit like that. But yeah. it's still somebody else's child. So, is this is this out? Are people talking about this thing? Like, boy, it's out and about. It's like it's all. So people understand. People understand that there are. There is like a drug, basically, that you can get from children that make you that makes you youthful yes and lots of people that are that lots of people that are powerful have been 
acquiring this drug, this drug via Epstein's Fuck Island. He was a good, huge, big dealer of that he shit. Was, yeah. He's just like Holy the face. fuck. What? That's the best show. That's that's like Tiger King on steroids, with for lack of a better term. But like what? Like and it's real? Like it's insane. It's insane. I mean, even when Epstein was in prison, he was having like little girls' underwear sent to him in the mail and shit. You know, like Yeah, I knew about that stuff. I watched like the first he works. I didn't watch the three quarters of it and then I was like I, I need to stop. For it now. Is, I'm like, I don't need to spend the time watching something I already know. So I I'm not I'm not surprised by any of it. And his whole suicide all these people committing suicide, I'm like, it's interesting. I've never seen so many motherfuckers just kill themselves and then stories come out that are like, Oh well this could have been the reason why and it's fucking weird. But you can't the, the problem is the powers that be thought they were so smart, but none of them were prepared for the internet to take them down because that shit is permanent marker. And all people have time to do right now is research. Like there was this girl who found in the New York court database, uh, a court case of Jane Doe versus Epstein and Trump. And it was like this 13 year old girl who was sexually assaulted by them. And they settled it out of court, and the whole court case was expunged before the election. But court documents are forever. They have to be. And they're public. They're, they're available to the public. Right. So you can, you, if you Google, oh, my God, the Donald Trump New York cases, he's had so many lawsuits against him. It's like unbelievable but he's just one of the many people that is in that evil circle like they want to act like people are like so sad Obama is being uh, talked shit about but it's like he was never there for us the way we thought he was he was he a... is still a member of the cult right he was have a... to be he was a representation, uh, but of, I think, true progress, but also in that became complicit because that's how it works. Right. I mean, look at anybody that's going to be involved. You're going to be you're going to be compromised so that you if you're going to get there, then you're going to be compromised. You know, right. like and I think that's what happened to Obama. I don't believe that he knew. Price to pay. But look at, look at how Bernie, but I could Bernie be, is not Bernie's not evil enough for the job. That's why he keeps Bernie? getting. That's why he keeps getting cast out. Yes, he yeah. he is. Bernie is more valuable to all of us not being in office. And also, he's got skeletons too. Of course, of you know, course. like they all do. But like, if we want the lesser of the evils, like people are still very like gung ho about Hillary Clinton, and I'm like. Y'all, Hillary is one of the most evil humans that existed on this planet because she knows how to play the game very well. You know, she... Which is probably why she didn't win because that, I think that's when Russia stepped in probably. Honestly, and they were like, nah, not this bitch. She's too, she's too whack. Let's see what happens honestly, if Trump gets if it. If she you know? would have won, we probably would have 
probably would all be dead and nuked by now. I mean, when you think about it, I don't think Trump's any better, but... And she's, you know, Trump called... The thing I do appreciate about him, even though he's a piece of slimy shit, is he calls motherfuckers out. Like, the emails. I know what's in the emails. So does he. And so do a lot of people, because the dark web has now become the web. (laughs) It's all dark. That's what that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking of as we have this conversation. I'm like, this would have all been instantly cast as crazy conspiracy. But not when you have information. I mean, like, there's many people. It's not. It's not like it. it, And I think it's so. The brilliance is that it was designed to be so outrageous that for a long time that would have worked. Bitch, we're not even gonna be surprised if aliens appear. We are not sensitive anymore. We're not some little bitches who, like, don't know how to live this life. I'm more sure that they're real now than I ever have been. Like, I can't wait, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. That's probably what's coming next. Yo! Like, there will be no Thanksgiving this year. Well, I mean that time of year, you know what I mean. Shit is (laughs) The fall, I guess, is what I meant. The fall season, yeah, shit is canceled. Well, that's, you know, we also have... We're still probably going to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family here, if I'm being real. I like having a family get together. But you think the indigenous are going to be like... I think they're going to be like, oh, fuck a Thanksgiving. You know, like, everybody's just fed up with things not being... With their cultures not being respected or whatever it may be, like, everybody is mad. And rightfully so. And that's when real change happens. Like, the only times we've ever seen real change in history is when groups, large groups of people get really pissed. And we have the biggest group and the most pissed off group of all time right now. Right, we're all mad, even if it is Antifa. And that makes me excited, and that makes me hopeful. Even all, all no. this crazy shit is real, and we think it is, at least. And, uh, you know, I, I, there is still a silver lining in that very large groups of pissed off people make shit happen. There's more of us than them. Like, I was hanging out with yes. my friend the other day, and there were, there were three white women there. And I knew where this was going to go eventually. I just had a feeling. I was like, conversation's going to go. Here's this black Some Karens. Questions. Uh, the, the little Beckys. And I'm like, one of them says to me, well, you know, honestly, my dad and my mom are very much, like, supportive of everyone. They've never been racist. They've never been like, you have to only date white people and all this stuff. And my dad feels threatened because he goes out and people look at him differently. And I said, she's like, it's not fair to my dad. I said, you should ask your dad how it feels to be judged for the color of his skin for the first time in his life. Right. I'm like, they don't know. Just, okay, you want to say your dad's a good guy. What about all these good fathers and good mothers and good sisters and brothers who are profiled and killed? They don't get an opportunity. The, the police don't see their background and say, oh, yeah, they might have, they're actually a good person. So why should you give a white person that same, like, justification? And then this other girl's like, well, I just feel like, you know, there's so much hate and people are getting really angry. Like, there's a, you know, there is no superior race. I'm like, also, white people have invented this story that they are the superior race. However, 
They wouldn't exist without black people keeping their fucking roofs over their head. Right. You know, like, it's not, it's not an us versus them. It's like, you need to have the knowledge of the reality. Like, if someone's offended for being looked at for being white, I'm like, get over it. The only black person in the room all the time. And you're reminded of it because the first motherfucker comes up to you and asks about your hair or some shit. Like, I'm like, or tries to defend their dad. Yeah, I don't have any sympathy for your dad having to, like, go to the grocery store and keep his fucking eyes on, you know, keep his eyes peeled. Nor should you have any sympathy for somebody trying to use you as their opportunity to speak their mind. Like, it's not what it's about either, and... Dude, I knew it was going to be getting there, and I was, like, exhausted already from the day. It's and like, I was just like, this yeah. is exhausting. I'm not your token black friend that you, like... And they're like, well, what can we do to help? What can we do? Like, am I doing too much? I'm like, doing too what much. I can. I'm like, I'm like, what you can do to help next time is not ask a black person for anything because we don't give free work anymore. Like... Tea kettle. You want, yeah, you, you want to know how you can help? That's like, a, what's the going rate for a really good therapist with a good experience and knowledge? Like, if you want information, you can start paying me money for it. Because this is something that is not new to me. It's the same thing as, like, the pedophilia. It's not new to me. So people want the information, but they don't want to, they can't handle it when they get, like, they get the facts. Right. They can't handle it because it's too much for them to even believe in. And I said to my friend, it must be such a privilege to not know what it feels like to be judged. Straight up. Like, that is, a, that is your privilege defined. Like, and, like, we gotta recognize that. Because I don't know how it feels to not be judged for walking into a room and being different or living my life in a, like being a rocker and being the only black person all the time. And like, it's just, people ask dumb questions still. And that kind of blows my mind. And I'm like, I'm not here for it. We need to start a Patreon so that people can start paying you for this show. I'll do that this week. For real. Yeah, it needs to happen. I felt super uncomfortable because I'm just like, I was tired. I just wanted to be home with my cats. I'm like, here we go. I'm going to fucking educate these white women again. Like, it's not my fucking place. And then I was like, you need to talk to your elders and talk to your family members and talk to all the good old boys you may know. Don't talk to me about it. Pull your all selves up by your bootstraps and go figure it out. Hello? I'm not pulling your weight. And I'm not going to carry your fucking guilt. Like, this girl's like, well, I've always dated black women, and, you know, I have this, like, connection. I'm like, well... That's weird, too. Congratulations! (laughs) We're sexy. I get it. That does... That sounds like some sort of weird fetishizing situation or perhaps right. an overcorrection of subconsciously or that's also weird yeah. to only date one type of person. Right. Like that's why would like you do that? <laughs> some 
Don't you want to figure out what you like and don't like? Like, why would you own? That's so, that's crazy. Right, but you're living with a white woman, so obviously it didn't work out. You right. know, that was, that was the thing there, and her white girlfriend's in the kitchen, and I'm like, it doesn't matter what you did before. Like, look what you're doing now. And, like, that's pretty disrespectful to say in front of your girlfriend anyway. Totally. <laughs> like... Uh, we're so we're so bad at talking. It's 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 crazy. Like you, you know, and we had all this practice our whole lives learning how to speak, and motherfuckers still are saying dumb shit. But that's why Elon's trying to make Neuralink so we don't have to use our mouths anymore because it's pointless. Like it's it's so difficult to communicate. This is the best way we have to do it. Like normally when we're face to face, that's the best way to communicate. I think FaceTime is a close second to that. And to do it in these long-form types of conversations like we have, which is the whole reason we do this, but... Right. Like, how many people are actually doing that? Like, no... I, I don't have many other relationships where I talk this Dude, much with anybody. I like, was... And most of the time, it's text, which is even worse. It's like, it's not... You're not even talking. You're, you're typing. You're typing abbreviations, and you're trying to summarize what you mean in the smallest amount possible. Or if you say in long text, nobody wants to read that either. And then 17% of it is what they gather. Right. Like, it's not, they don't get the whole fucking message. Because you can't, there's inflections with your voice. There's things, like, oh, man. Like, I have really missed having conversations with you. Because some, I've been having conversations that sometimes I feel like it's a waste of my time. Because I'm just like... Yep, I know the same thing. I know the same thing. You know, when you're on a level of like wokeness and also like self awareness and comfortability, but like people are still getting there and learning, it's like it's frustrating to be like, okay, here we are. You don't know this information and I know it, but like I'm not here to go into detail and talk about it with you. Or if I'm talking about the same thing, like some fucking dude who broke somebody's heart, I'm like, look. He was trash. We know this. I told you before. Why are we letting him live rent-free in our minds? Good point. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a great line. Rent-free. Why are we letting... Nobody's getting free rent right now. Even, yeah, even in the pandemic, no, still no free rent, which is absolutely insane. Like... I don't even know. It's crazy. Well, we won't go two weeks without chatting again for sure, because I won't right. be on the road for that. And we could. And you can call me anytime you want to. You know that, right? I wanted to give you your your travel base. I I knew that that's probably what you were doing, and I appreciate that. But I also don't give a fuck. Like I always have my phone. I on also me. started drinking mango carts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that first day you were gone, I was taking oh. out. It's my favorite beer by Golden Road. All the fruity ones, really. I brought two 15-packs, and I drank them the first four days, just right away. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm still being super boozy with the boots crap. Like, of course. But it's just, it's so expensive. I spend a lot of money on boots crap. It happens. I gotta stop. I gotta stop. And then I always want to offer people one, and I'm like, oh, and then they're like, I didn't really like it. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> that was nine dollars. <laughs> For real. <laughs> like a fifteen dollar four pack. 
see, that's why you gotta have the mango cart so you can offer somebody that, and if they don't like it, fuck them. It was only, it was nine dollars for six. You know. That's why I gotta have a twelve pack of Rolling Rock when they don't like my shit. But then you gotta support Rolling Rock, and you don't want to do that either. You know. <laughs> True. If Bad. you like Rolling Rock, then fuck you. It's not 1989 anymore. Nobody it's drinks not, beer out of a green bottle. It's literally what I buy when I'm going to a party. Really? People are always like, Diana bought the Rolling Rock. I'm like, look, I'm not going to buy some fucking expensive shit for y'all to just waste. That makes sense. I mean, when you're going to a party, you bring in a 12-pack, you know, you're, it's a safe bet to do a Rolling Rock. A Labatt you know Blue. Fucked up, though? A Mick Ultra. I'll bring a 12-pack of Rolling Rock and then a 4-pack of Booch Crab. <laughs> drink the Booch. That's like, just being courteous. That's just being thoughtful and courteous. You don't want to show up any empty-handed. You don't want to show up with four beers for yourself. That's not right. cool. Exactly. But you don't oh, want to get. You don't want to give randos. You're not trying to feed the whole party. You know. Right. Not everybody can drink for free just because you show up. Motherfuckers can BYOB over at my place too. Exactly. Except for you know who. You know who will always have a special drink here. Who? That, that's what we'll call him. You know who. Oh right. We'll call him Luke. But no, we already have a Luke. Yeah, they're all Luke. That's 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 that will make it indecipherable. That's Not yes. England, Luke. This is a California Luke. Cool hand Luke. <laughs> we'll call him Cool Hand Luke. We stopped where we stopped in a small town in Idaho where Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid had had their very first collaborative robbery. Ooh. Montpelier, Idaho which is also the name of the capital of Vermont. But, uh, yeah, it was sweet. They had, like, a little sign, like a little historic sign, and a, uh, a museum that had, like... I don't know, we didn't go in it, but... Was it open? Yeah, it was open. Everything was open, and... We went to the four, four of the least most populated states. I don't know if they're the actual least, but... Uh, Idaho, Wyoming, Nebraska, <laughs> Idaho... Um, Iowa, Illinois, but through those four is where we stayed the most, and most things were open. Uh, it was kind of a free for all. Some people were in masks. Most people at working were wearing masks, but the patrons. Patrons, were. it was a fucking. Dude, it was a crap shoot. Has been hit really bad because all these people refuse to wear masks, and they're also doing Trump rallies and. All this shit in Huntington Beach. They like. Yeah. But it's like y'all are dumb. This is why. Wear a they, fucking they, mask. You know, the numbers, the numbers are not up due to the protests because people were actually wearing masks right. and being safe. Right. I spoke with an RN the other day about all this. You felt fine, right? I felt fine. We both were protesting. I still feel as great as I have since. Yeah. Like ten years ago. And we protested probably a total of like. I don't know, 16 or 24 hours, something like that. Like, we were out there, a lot. There was a lot, and it wasn't... Not but we were caravanning. We were on bikes, and we had our masks on, and... And then when we even, like, at City Hall, we were still distanced. Like, everybody yeah. was distanced. We're outside, yo. It's not that hard, <laughs> like... But, like, I guess a lot of people have been getting sick from the gyms and going out to bars. Well, yeah. 
that's where people, that's where you get in close contact with people. You get drunk, you start close talk. How many close talking drunk motherfuckers have you been in your, in your right. life? Like, Ew, I'm not trying to have it. No, but it happens, and that's how that shit yeah. gets spread. Wear a fucking mask, everybody. I don't mean to sound elitist. Wear your mask. There's actually really cool masks available. I just bought two clear masks. Okay. So I can still wear my lipstick because I'm sick of not being cute. And smile at people. That's awesome. I want one. Can yes. You, can you show well, me where you got it? Like they're here, they're for, made for the hearing impaired. Like, ah. so, which I, you know, I'm a big member of the community, of the deaf community for many reasons, but like it is fair. It should be fair to everyone. So like they can't read lips with the mask on. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to share my smile with people and like feel like I'm not wearing a muzzle. Yeah, that's my thing. I smile at everybody. I love it. And I try to do it with my eyes as best I can, but it just isn't as effective. You feel yeah. weird. I don't I'll like it. I'll say, I'm smiling at you. <laughs> you would. <laughs> I'll send you the link of the mask I got, because it's pretty cool. Like, All right, please should, do. You know, just to have something different. I'm sick of being covered up. Word. Well, we should do the, I think we should start doing this twice a week. What do you think? Yeah, dude, what do you think? I'm going to go to work or something? I'm not. I don't know what's going to happen, but... Yo. This feels so good to talk to you, and I'm so oh glad to God. not be on the road anymore, although it was very fun. Uh, it's technically my birthday today. We're, is this it is, technically today? Well, it's it's now. It, as, people, as we're listening to this, it's right now. We're recording the day oh, before. it's Friday. But, yeah, so I'm excited about that. It's going to be fun this weekend. I know. I, know. I was going to say, wait, I thought it was... Friday. It is, but we're we're recording on Thursday. It's the day before. Air on your birthday. It's coming oh, happy out now. Birthday, Thank you. I'm I'm it's Jesus's Jesus age. Year. It's my Jesus yeah. year. I'm 33. I'm back in my hometown because of COVID, and uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm. It's. Yeah. Part of it feels relieving. Part of it feels really sad and scary, and like I'm not there fighting the fight with y'all, and that bums me out. But at the same time. I know you guys just went shut down again, so I'm glad I'm not there. And it's just yeah, a, it's just a lot of emotions. I'm in a glass case of emotion, to quote Ron Burgundy right now. And uh, I'm just going to deal with it and probably play, play some music about it. But I mean, yeah, you get to play with your awesome sister and father. Yes, I'm going over to, I'm going to see him tonight, and we're going to all three play golf together for the first time on Saturday. The um, daughter, father, and son. Yes, my sister Mia and my dad Dan and I are all going to play golf together for the very first time. And it's going to be hilarious because neither my sister and I are good and we both have a temper. So I'm looking forward to uh, the the eventual and um, almost certain meltdown that will occur. Uh, (laughs) And we look great. We'll have great outfits on. So it's a a win-win. Well, it's a good-looking family, so I can imagine you guys are going to look awesome. The best it's thing about like golf is it's not about the game. It's just about getting it's about getting drunk and high in nature with people you like. Right, you know? in, in flashy outfits. Yes, and exploiting the earth and our whiteness at yeah, the same time. Just go out there, get red, go get <laughs> super sunburnt out there. Oh my God! So when we when we lake floated or when we river floated, and I saw the bald eagles, I did not wear sunscreen on my legs, and I look like I'm wearing some sort of strong man tunic because I had a 
a tank top on and my short shorts, and I'm still, I look like Larry the Lobster from Spongebob. It's not good. Uh, and I, like, plopped down in my tube, and I, like, was like, oh, fuck. Because I, I realized it right away. I forgot to put sunscreen on my legs. I, it still hurts, and it was, like, 13 days ago, so. It's, uh... Now, white skin is allergic to the sun. You gotta be careful. And I have... I call it PIS, pink Irish skin. It's the, I'm like, I'm like two shades away from albino. So PIS. I can get, I can get red in like 12 to 13 minutes in the sun. So I need to, shade is my friend. That's why I wear a hat every day. Renee's trying to call me. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll bounce. Is that okay? Yeah, it's all good. Let's, let's do, uh, let's do on Sunday or Monday and do a birthday recap. And then, um, yeah, yeah, we'll just start posting more often. And, um, okay, and I'll talk to you tomorrow for sure. I'll call you obnoxiously. Yes, please do. And, um, I'm going to talk to my dad about figuring out how we might be able to get into his studio to record as well. Okay. Which might up our whole overall production value. So stay tuned for that as well. Yay. I'm excited. Um, cool. I love you very much. Um, I love you so much. I miss you. I miss you too. I'm so glad that we're we had time to do this and we're back on the horn and uh, I don't want to go another two weeks without recording one. No, so. we won't. And kiss the wife and kid for me. I will. I will. I'll give hugs to I'm everybody and we can't wait. To, uh, thank you. I can't wait for you to come visit and to be uh, back in your parents' hometown. Even though right. I know you're not super stoked about that, but it's going to be fun for me either way. I well now I have more incentives to be in Cincinnati. Honestly. Exactly. So cool. Um, we'll talk tomorrow. And okay. we'll talk to everybody else later. And we love you guys. And love y'all. Thank you. Um, yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs>